it's always awesome to come back to this podcast, isn't it? Especially today since I have such exciting news to share with you all as well that this tiny podcast on Ikigai has got more than a thousand downloads post just four episodes of his existence. I'm feeling so grateful and so blessed as we enter the fifth episode where waiting to speak to all of us is someone who's transformed the inspiration that she finds all around her into some super swanky creative stuff. Oprah Winfrey once said, feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. And Ashwini Narayan, the sartorialist, did just that on discovering her love for the six yards of cloth a few years ago. She actually converted this love into a successful career as a sari stylist and drape artist. Well, she's more popularly known as Winnie Narayan. Yes, she is a big social media influencer. You should check her posts out on Instagram and Facebook. Well, Winnie comes from a corporate background with a degree in mass communication. And now her stylish repertoire includes styling and draping saris, dhotis and fluid garments for weddings, fashion shows, store launches, and fashion editorials and leading fashion magazines. And her most recent and popular project was an assignment to create videos of sari looks inspired by the artwork from the Hurwitz collection at the Peabody Essex Museum in Massachusetts, USA. Oh my God, Winnie, this is just a bit about the truly awesome stuff that you're doing and we are really waiting to hear more from you. So welcome to the podcast. Get up, get going and find your Ikigai and tell us how are you feeling today? Absolutely fantastic and so, so happy to be here with you, Suj, for this um, podcast of yours. You're doing such a brilliant job. How inspiring. Hey, that's so nice of you and uh, thank you so much once again for being here. Ashwini and uh, let's let's start if you're okay. Bilkul, let's go ahead. Okay, so uh, first things first, tell us a bit about you growing up as a Mumbaiichi mulgi. Huh? If someone had asked you at that point in time about what would you like to be better when you grow up, what would your most likely answer have been? <laughs> well, the most likely answer... Um, के कंटेंडर्स तो बहुत सारे थे इट कुड हैव बीन एनीथिंग बट द मोस्ट अनलाइकली आंसर वुड हैव बीन अ सारी स्टाइलिस्ट नो बडी नॉट इवन मी नॉट माय फैमिली मेंबर्स हैड इमेजिनड दैट दिस इज व्हाट आई वुड एंड अप डूइंग सम डे फॉर अ फॉर अ गर्ल हु फॉट विद हर फैमिली टू नॉट वेयर अ सारी ऑन हर वेडिंग डे टू नाउ बी अ सारी स्टाइलिस्ट एंड डू एवरीथिंग एंड एनीथिंग विद अ सारी Uh, so that that would have been definitely the most unlikely answer okay so that was a bit about your early growing up years etc in mumbai now tell us more about you know what you studied your education background that journey your degree in mass communication you know what was the initial journey post the degree etc like every every good marathi mulgi um would do Uh, my parents wanted me to study hard and and do well and um they wanted me to study commerce especially my dad and he wanted me to maybe take up ca this you know or or the icwa and i did enroll for one of those things but failed mm-hmm. so miserably at it so yes i studied commerce and uh, later uh, also studied mass com mass communication and um, uh, one of my you know if somebody went on to have a corporate career uh, a small one 
I used to work with SWIFT, the interbank uh, uh, funds transfers uh, company, and then a couple of IT companies after that. Okay. And al- although I did do well in whichever job I was doing, I was never really happy per se. I would always, you know, the the mind would always go back to um, fashion or design or textiles or something like that. And uh, finally, then okay. when, of course, motherhood was about to happen, I just um, then gave up a corporate uh, career altogether and then was uh, playing soccer okay. mom for a few years, a hardcore soccer mom. And uh, uh-huh. meantime, also tried okay. uh, dabbling in a few creative things here and there. But he never, you know, was very happy with whatever I was doing. I always kept feeling that there was something more that I could do with, um, with, with the creativity that I had. Mm-hmm. And then the sari happened, huh? Yeah, the sari. Yeah, literally, it actually quite happened, totally by accident. Okay, now Ashwini, most of us in the modern world have, you know, reduced the sari to a ceremonial garment, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm talking about myself and a lot of people like me. Okay, but uh, you know, your creative pursuits, your creative instincts. Uh, when did you realize actually that you loved the sari? And when did you figure out that you could actually do much more with that love that you had for these beautiful long pieces of cloth as Google describes them? So this was, there was a eureka moment as such that that I woke up one day and said, oh my God, okay, the sari is it for me. It was actually, it was uh, an experiment uh, which began on a whim. I was sitting at Mondi's in Bombay um, mm-hmm. with a friend having some beers and there was a conversation that was going on and my friend said that Ashwini do you know people react differently um, when you wear when one wears a sari did they react to you differently and I said what rot how is that even possible mm-hmm. um, hello let's try this out okay. and as an experiment um, I decided to wear the sari for a couple of weeks and see how everyone around me reacted and she was right unfortunately she was right sad but true people um treat you differently when you're dressed in a sari there's there's no reason why anyone wearing trousers or a dress or a skirt or jeans should be treated any differently but the fact is yes that that happens and it was really lovely and uh, that was when I sort of, uh, you know, sort of started wearing saris a little more. It it grew on me, and I said, this looks really nice. It's fun to wear, and um, who doesn't like, um, you know, be receiving compliments or or being treated differently? Of course, that was not the primary reason to start wearing them more. It was just that I started enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that it must be like a conversation starter as well, especially amongst your friends, right? Bilkul, bilkul, always. Actually, um, they're used to, you know, everyone thinks that, oh, if you're wearing a sari, that means mandir jari ho, ya aaj koi function hai, ya if there's a meeting, something like that. But especially six, seven years ago when, when I started wearing them. Now, mm. of course, you see a lot more people wearing them, a lot of sari back and Facebook groups and what not have happened and social media, which is great, uh, has encouraged so many people to wear it. So we see a lot more women in saris, which is great. 
and it definitely is a conversation starter for sure well we are surely happy to hear that ashwini but tell us a bit more about this journey from an experiment to almost 20000 followers on instagram being called a sari queen on social media you know how's that gone it it has been so memorable and uh, a very i call i call myself an accidental sari stylist it's it's something that happened to me it's nothing it's it's not something that i imagined i would do one day i did not get up and decide that okay now i'm going i am going to target becoming my goal is to become a sari stylist and this is what i need to do 10 steps to become a sari stylist it was not like that mm-hmm. um what happened was i started documenting my sartorial experiences the saritorial experiences if you will Yeah, that's what I was going to come to. Sanitorial experiences. <laughs> the sanitorial experiences, uh, because I thought that that would be the best way to share uh, my experiences with the sari with as many people as possible. Writing uh, about it on uh, the social media platforms, the face, you know, on Facebook and on Instagram. Right. Hopefully, that would probably encourage more people to wear it because I think when we see other people do something or oh is this happens to me all the time like if you go to a restaurant and i look at other people's uh, you know the, uh, food and i think oh my god i i eat what she's eating i want to have that and maybe mm-hmm. something like that i hope that if people read about my experiences it would hopefully encourage them to think that if she can do it maybe i can give it a try too maybe it's not so bad or not so difficult that's how i started writing mm-hmm. about it um also later i started experimenting as i got more and more comfortable with the sari with the idea of wearing it a little more often wearing it every day i started experimenting with the drape when i realized that the navy was not the only drape the only way that it was worn uh, previously it was worn many different ways and when i discovered those I started experimenting with those adapting those drapes to my body type my lifestyle or the place that I was going to and slowly you know it started uh, you know the the my style my sari style sort of evolved it took it took shape of how I am what I am and people started liking it so from there i got asked by someone asked me to come and style a fashion show then someone else asked mm. me will you do a store launch and i started getting work it just started coming in slowly wow. and now we are where we are right mm-hmm. now that's that's really really awesome uh, but you know the hard work that you've put in right especially uh, being on social media since it's not a very easy breezy place to be in uh and you've done it all organically uh, ashwini so tell us more about all that went in from your side apart from just styling and you know adapting it to your own um, you know your own personality there must be a lot of other stuff that you've done so can you just tell us a bit more what goes in is perseverance and practice i would i would uh, keep practicing almost every day trying out different drapes seeing what works on which kind of 
fabric what what is a fluid fab how what drapes will look better with a fluid fabric what drapes look better with stiff fabrics and different kind of weaves and what would be flattering for different kinds of body types just keep on kept on experimenting kept on trying different things and um, pulled out everything that was there in my closet paired i think i've paired my sarees with every garment imaginable from from you know itty bitty little things to long trench coats you know transparent beaded tops any you name it and i have worn it with a saree so just kept at it kept practicing kept trying out different things i still uh, try and read whatever material i can lay my hands on although there's not much out there but perseverance mm mm-hmm. and persistence cool be cool because uh, being on social media you must have had to post almost twice or thrice a week or more than that uh i was told that i should be posting twice a day or something there was there were some you know uh, I, that was some marketing advice given by some well meaning friends and people but mm-hmm. um my pages is, is a is is a just a very strong reflection of who i am as a person um, mm-hmm. my life i share literally uh, you know what goes on in my life and what i wear over there it's not a curated um experience as such so i post i post things when i feel like it when there is um there are things that i want to say that i want to talk about or write about so it's not necessarily every day but mm. yes at least three times a week four times a week mm. Mm-hmm. and having known you as a person ashwini i can surely say that you know it is not just a curated experience it is not something that you're putting out just for social media it is your own identity that i can see there blossom you know day after day on social media that's amazing so all the drapes that you see all the uh, whatever you might think are the you know the the fancy drapes or the unusual ways i'm wearing my saree all of those are things that i i have actually worn in my everyday life out and about doing things that i do these are not the things that i've just draped for the sake of a post or a picture post mm-hmm. and then um posted it there i think that's the biggest difference and that's what makes you unique so take a bow yes thank you <laughs> okay uh, you know our popular hashtag #queen um winnie narayan folks you must go and check out her page it's w i n n y winnie narayan uh, that's her insta handle and uh, equals to hashtags you know today right and i'm sure that you must have had some real fun hashtags when you started out and over time so can you just talk to us a bit about you know what were the most popular ones etc one which is very close to my heart and very dear one is um #let's bring the kashta back mm-hmm. sing it like it's hot well it is it was my effort my whatever little mini school effort to revive not revive revive is a very strong word which is bandied about a lot these days so let me just call it um, to popularize uh, this way of wearing the saree where a sling of fabric uh, goes between your legs and you have a kind of a pant drape your saree is divided in in two parts and right. there's no petticoat 
and uh, so that that was a series that i started where i posted tutorials on my page they are still there on igtv you can go look it up there are different ways you can wear um this pant style the dhoti style or the kashta style kashta yeah. is essentially the sling of fabric that goes between your legs but i feel so happy and kind of I, i i grin from year to year when i see that it's become synonymous with that drip the word kashta right uh, yeah <laughs> and therefore those are the two hashtags that make me really proud sling it like it's hot and let's bring the kashta back it was ooh, ooh. yeah <laughs> it it was done to to sort of get more people to try that drip it's so comfortable to wear very practical and i try to popularize it and whenever we have a kashta sighting i'm just super super happy yeah i can imagine and uh, what must make you really really happy also is the fact that men tag themselves you know with, uh, with let's bring the kashta back right so how about uh, talking about that joyful experience full thing about sarees or garment is that it is so fluid it it is it can be worn by any gender and mm. it is so heartening to see men also wear it in in ways um that they love and they tag me for this and write in and say that they've experimented with uh, different ways and worn it for uh, different events and they got so many compliments and it was brilliant and i'm going to wear it more often and i just so happy i'm just so happy when i read those messages i can imagine i can completely imagine uh, ashwini you've been someone who's been um, so inspiring you've been someone who's been pushing boundaries right a, a sari which is technically uh you know more conservative uh and is so bound in tradition you know you help the sari truly break boundaries i would say uh so that's amazing ashwini and uh, along this this inspiring journey you must have had so many special experiences memories etc could you share some of them with us cool in fact i will say that the sari opened up an entirely new world for me and it has so many it has opened so many doors for me i had i would have never imagined it possible um mm. a couple of special experiences that i would like to share with you um uh, that that are very very dear to me the first one is um, and wait for it uh, there is a life sized mm. cut out of me at the textile gallery of the state museum in bhuvaneshwar the state museum of orissa wow. yes i mean who would have thought i am not a politician i am not a, not a an actor and there is a life sized cut out of me somewhere um what happened was um there is a weave from orissa the weave is called navakothi and uh, some time mm-hmm. ago efforts were being made to revive and popularize this weave around okay. the time um, even i had found one piece of this weave and um, uh, i had worn it to one of one of my trips i had gone to jaipur and i had worn it uh, 
and there was a really nice picture of me wearing this sari with a very casual tee yeah. draped a little differently and paired with a bright okay. pair of bright acid green you know sneakers and uh, one wow. of the organizers who was who was um uh you know part of the the promotional activities for this um event that they were doing in bhuvaneshwar mm. they saw the image mm. and they asked if they could use it for the promotional activities and i was only happy to to of course go along so they they created right. a life sized cutout of me which they placed on on a promenade there where people could stick their head through and have their picture taken with you know with them uh, wearing the navakoti sari and after the event was done they they have placed this cut out at the state gallery it is still there and although i could not visit uh, bhuvaneshwar where that event took place i visited them later visited the gallery later the state museum picture with the cut out of me and oh my god it was it was just so amazing and yes i owe that to the sari yeah right right and, uh, one really recent experience was that the peabody essex museum in salem uh, which is massachusetts usa they invited me mm. to create a series of videos uh, to celebrate the opening of one of their galleries uh, because of you right. know everything was locked down and everything was in virtual and it right. was one of the most beautiful assignments that i have received where um, i had to create these looks that were inspired by artwork and art artworks of such great masters uh, so we created a hashtag at that time art meets the sari and right. uh, we have videos you can go to my igtv and see those videos where i've i've tried to create looks that are inspired by those masters works so that is another thing and i would not have had such an opportunity come to me had it not been for the sari me you know it's so nice to hear you say that and while i can surely hear a lot of pride uh, what i can hear more is the humility in your voice which makes you so unique to your followers i'm sure that this is going to go like really really well for you and good luck for that I'd also like you to kind of try and inspire our listeners in their pursuit for ikigai like you found yours there are so many of us waiting here right here for our own ikigai so if you could just say a bit on that um uh, what what I will say is uh, do not wait do not wait for tomorrow if there is something that makes you happy right now today and of course it if it is something that doesn't hurt anyone else uh, do not wait for tomorrow or uh, for a later date to make that happen go out there pursue it mm. for opportunity or a later date when you think that let me finish this today or let this stage be done and perhaps at some later point i'll think about it don't do it this was also a learning from my lockdown when we were down with covid and it just made me realize that i really must pursue what uh, makes me happy and i'm i'm lucky to be able to pursue it as well uh, just go for it lagi raho and uh, you will you will uh, uh, reach where you want to 
and hopefully you know pursue your ikigai like ashwini is our bollywood buff lage raho is what she says <laughs> so it's it's just been such a pleasure and joy ashwini sitting here and uh, chatting with you uh, wishing you great success in every endeavor of yours including you know your saritorial pursuit so good luck and thank you so much for your time and uh, you know for being here with us thank you so much for having me here with you and letting me share this with you uh, what you are doing this is so brilliant sharing so many inspiring stories with everyone so my best wishes for your podcast all my love to you all the very best <laughs>